Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Rick, how 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 huge? Okay, there's there. Yeah. The, <laughs> there's there's influencers. Then there's like quasi celebrities, and then there's like um, a star, and then there's holy shit a celebrity. A list. Where would you put Bill Goldberg, the wrestler, in that? Uh, at this stage, probably holy shit star. I was going to say, how does that, how do you quantify that? He's one of those guys that would walk around and he can't walk in public. Right. So that it's funny you say, I always kind of say like, you know, people come up to me and they're like, oh, you're a star or, or you're a celebrity or whatever. Well, um, one in every 20 people at the airport are like, oh shit, that's Steve Trevino. And mm-hmm. then out of those one in every 20, maybe one or two of them would be like, oh my God, I got to get a picture, right? Uh-huh. Bill is one of those guys that I would say 60 to 70% of the people when he walked through the airport would be like, oh shit, that's Bill Goldberg. Well, because how can you not miss him? He's like giant and he's bald and he's shiny. Like, how do you miss Bill Goldberg? But but no, because I was talking to Renee about it. Because And by the way, for those of you that, that want to know why we're talking about it, um, we are going to have a very special Christmas episode. Um, and Bill Goldberg is going to join us. We're going to raise money for Helicopters for Heroes. We're going to uh, help Jose Trevino, the catcher for the New York Yankees. He's also going to join us. He does an annual toy drive every year, and so he, we're going to make that a part of it. And he has a toy drive, but I, but I, you know, when I was talking about Bill to Renee, I don't think Renee truly understands. And, and maybe it is a, a a male thing, right? I don't know. I guess because just rest. I I didn't watch wrestling. Like I didn't grow up watching wrestling. That. But that being said, I know the name Goldberg, and I from wrestling, and I don't think I could name any other wrestler. That's what I was going to ask you. Well, The Rock or John Cena. Yeah, The Rock and John Cena would probably be the only other wrestlers I know. If I was to list like fame wise, yeah. So I think I would probably put The Rock, and then I'd probably put John Cena. Uh huh. And then I would put Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan. I right. about him. Yeah. And then I would probably bunch all of these guys together and Goldberg, Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, The Undertaker. See, I don't know The Undertaker. I don't know who I would have probably put them in all kind of right there. Yeah. In, in, in level of fame. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So Renee was like, well, I don't. I don't think he's that famous. You know, I don't know if he's that no, no, famous. No, I didn't say I don't think I didn't say I don't think he's that famous. I was just worried because we're like madly trying to make this happen. It's going to be a live podcast. Um, so we're going to film it here in New Braunfels at a venue and they're coming out. And I just thought it's such like we're like here at the gun trying to make it happen. Get the graphic out. Let people know about it. Like confirm all the details. And the holidays as a mama, the holidays are like the busiest time of the year ever. And so I'm like, how are we going to make this happen in a week? So here are the details that we do know. It is going to be at the Downtown Social in New Braunfels, Texas. Yes. Um, me, Renee, Captain Evil, Bill Goldberg. And this is an order of fame. Um, <laughs> Captain Evil, yes, Bill Goldberg, Josh. Jose Trevino, yes. then Steve Trevino. Uh, we are going to be doing a live podcast. It'll probably be 6.30 or 7. 7 on the yep. flyer right now. If <laughs> you're watching this, you can go to my website, stevetrevino.com. And by the time you see this, on my website should be 
the details. Yes. Tickets will already be on sale. There's not that there's not that many seats, so I'm not too worried about it. I, I think, you know, now that Jose Trevino is a Yankee um, and a platinum glove winner. And what is an a All-Star. platinum glove winner? What is that? Um, there's gold glove uh-huh. that, that you had an amazing season fielding. And then platinum glove is like, holy shit, you had an amazing season fielding. So it, platinum glove is very, very difficult to yeah. get. I mean, people go their entire baseball career and never get a gold glove, let alone. And he got platinum uh, his first year on the Yankees. Platinum glove. So okay. there's Yankee fans that are fucking maniacs. Yeah. There's wrestling fans that are maniacs. Um, so I, I mean, I think we're going to do well. Yeah, it'll be fun. We just, we were bummed that we didn't get to do anything for Thanksgiving. There was no pie challenge. You know, we, we didn't do something. So we wanted to do something for Christmas and I'm excited. We're going to make something happen. It's just a lot all at once. Well, but, la- but last year, you know, we did the, the, the Vegas episode that was, you know, out of the studio, something yeah. cool, something fun. And then this year we just really haven't done anything fun or out of the studio where we can yeah. actually get people involved so th- this is the first one that that um we want to kind of do live and you know our friends at aztec chevrolet i called them and they're you know they're huge goldberg fans they're like we're there we're there and what can we yeah. give you know so uh they're gonna give us a donation um to get the thing going but that's the other thing we're like racking up things right now we're trying to get donations because we want to do giveaways to vets throughout the night while we're filming so tell us a little bit about um have you posted your Christmas decorations. Yeah, I posted Delilah's room. Um, I'm, I had not look. I hadn't intended to do the kids' rooms, but I went into Walmart the week of Halloween, and there was this beautiful rose gold tree, and I was like, "Well, I'm here." And then once I did Delilah's room, I felt so bad. I can't like not do anything in Garrett's room. So then Garrett got three trees. So just to be clear. Let's get a Christmas tree count. <laughs> well, carrots are little, and Delilah's is not as well. Delilah's Correct is me if I'm wrong. Size. But by the way, it makes me laugh that you go carrots are little. Mm-hmm. I remember one Christmas having a tree that size. What do you mean? Growing up, like growing growing up, uh-huh. that tree was a tree that. I mean, it was like this big that my stepmom, Sarah, had put together. That was our Christmas tree. So for me, for you to say, well, Garrett's is little, that was normal for me. I'm not saying what I did was normal. I will admit that it was a little excessive. Okay, so how many are in Garrett's room? Garrett has three trees, but they're kind of like the one behind you right now. Oh, shoot, there's one in here too. So that's four. (laughs) That's four. Delilah has one. That's five. Five. There's one in the living room. That's six. Yes. There's two in the dining room. That's seven, eight. Yes. And then we have a 12 foot in the entryway. Nine. We have nine. Yeah. But like the three in Garrett's room count as like one. (laughs) But (laughs) so go, go to Renee's Instagram. If you want to see her. uh, And then how many, like wreaths. I don't know how many. F- oh, there's another Christmas tree right there. That Ten. Count. Ten. That Is that a Christmas count. tree? See or no? Well, yes, no, no. If we're counting those, then Garrett has about 15 more on top of the lockers in his room. But, but you, know, to, you know, I always say that we're kind of like a, a department store over here. We we got music playing through the whole house all the time. Yeah. And then um, every season, it's like bringing the employees, and then Renee comes in, and you do this, and you do that, and bring me this, and bring me that, and. <laughs> 
And then, you know, she's like the director of, of operations. And she's like, well, all right, team, we're, we're moving Halloween out, Thanksgiving no, out. We're moving it's, Christmas in. It's just in. so sad after everything comes down at Christmas. And you, like, New Year's, you're, like, done. You want it. It's, like, the start of a new year. You want it all gone. And I'm, like, I feel like I just got to live in it. Like, let's no, keep it I, up look, a little longer. And, and I enjoy it. And and I yeah. love that you do it. Um, it is a pain in my ass, and I don't I don't think we need nine. And I love it. And once it's done, you know, I, I do. It gives me a, a real sense of pride here at the house when when it just feels nice and it looks good. And and you know, we have that beautiful uh, painting tin. It's metal. Artwork, yeah, it's metal, metal of the kids with Santa, and I love it. And when you're in South Texas, the only way to make it feel like Christmas is in your home. Oh my God, it's been so hot this week. Yes. I'm in flip-flops and it is it is literally the week before Christmas. I actually, I don't like, I don't know if you noticed this, you probably didn't, but there are no snowflakes in this house. Like when I buy Christmas decorations, it's like, I'm like, no, I'm in Texas. I'm not buying any snowflakes. Now, but the problem is too, and I don't know if you go through this, Rick, Renee puts new pillows on the sofa, but the pillows are like weapons. <laughs> They're all like, <laughs> no, now that you've pointed it out, me and Garrett are like, fuck these it. pillows, man. Like we can't even sit on these pillows. Yeah, no, no, the, they scratch you. They're all like the, the sequin pillows. You told me I'm not allowed any, did you like, notice the new pillows though this year? They feel like a sweater. There's they're new like pillows. Soft... <laughs> there's new pillows. No, Cause you said no more sequin scratchy pillows. So now they're soft sweater pillows. Um, but also I know we mentioned Aztec Chevrolet, um, I also want to mention um, Old Salt Coffee. They've been so good to us. Coffee's delicious. I think I want another cup. Um, and then, of course, our friends at Pick Cherries. Yes. I, I need to call Stu. Oh, wait. The winners came this last week to your show in Vegas. Oh, yeah, they did. No, no, it was the week before. Or was it this week? No, that was this week. So, they, I mean, they did come up to me after the show. They were like, oh, my God. And it, it, they sent me a message. They, they um, thought they were going to get to meet me, too. And I was not there this week because it was such a quick... The, trip i had so much fun um in vegas and it was it was really it, it, it and it's so bittersweet and and i think that the guys that travel it, it, it's such a bittersweet thing because it's like man i'm glad renee's not here <laughs> but then i'm also like man i miss my wife the the the, the, the amount of happiness i have when you're not there <laughs> is the same amount of happiness when you're there you better be careful how you word this, Mr. No, Does that make any sense? Like, I can't explain. There's a feeling of like, ugh, no boss. Awesome. Uh-huh. But then there's also a feeling like, where's my boss? <laughs> like, I can't explain. I have a feeling you did just fine. I, well, Although, but, you know what? You had no stories about gambling this trip. Uh, it was up and down. Uh-huh. We did have an, we were, we were one number away from hitting them all several times. And, and, and I will tell you this again and again and again and again. If I play all night with the same money, uh-huh. that for me is a win. Yeah, yeah. It was your, you always say it was your entertainment. Like I had a great time. We high-fived. We had fun. We had drinks. And for me, if, and we did. We played all night with the same money Yeah, and had a great time. And there was moments of, oh, we were making money. And then we lost it. And then we're making money. And then, you know, so the, the roller coaster of it is what I enjoy. Was it a private table again for you? It was a private table yes. for me again. Um, and, and, you know, it was, it was also cool because um, a lot of 
entertainers were in town that I'm friends with, you know, um, band members of other bands that all came to hang out. Most of them did not have their spouses on this trip specifically because they were also doing the, Hey, tomorrow we're leaving. Um, the fiddle player Jody for, um, Cody Johnson's band. I become very good friends with him. He was there with his wife and she just hung out and I was just really, uh, impressed with, you know, what she's got going on. And, and, you know, not only did we have a great time partying and laughing and being silly, talking to her was really interesting too, because she is starting a nonprofit in Bryan College Station and she's going to build the first shelter for sex trafficked women. So it was really cool to also um, wow. talk to her and, and, you know, we've been through it with Helicopters for Heroes. So we're going to have lunch with her and, and hopefully help her out. But um, that was kind of the only wife that was there. And then I got to tell you, dude, road manager Timmy is like becoming the star. Oh my gosh. Someone sent me a picture on Instagram. They sent me a message. They were at the Texas at the Vegas show and they sent me a picture of them with Timmy. They were like, of course we had to get a photo with Timmy too. Um, yeah, well, of course road manager, Timmy dude, he's, he's like a star. Like people are asking him for autographs. People are like, Oh my God, are you road manager, Timmy? <laughs> right. And then the funny part. So Todd Stewart of Randy Rogers band, you uh-huh. know, we go back, we always have a good time together. And um, Jody from Co- uh, Kojo, Cody Johnson's band was there. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, so Timmy, so you know how we're, the craps table is. And then across the way is that bar. Yes. Right. So you can see the bar. Uh-huh. And Timmy was partying and laughing it up with, with Todd Stewart. Jody was me. At one point, Jody's like, why does Todd get to party with Timmy? <laughs> like... <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know, buddy. And he's like, well, tell him to come party over here with us. Yeah. People love Timmy. And, and, you know, Timmy's one of those people that that doesn't need much. No. He's always down, always in a good mood, always ready to go. He's so easy. He doesn't question anything. You he know. can't hear. So you can just say whatever. And he just and keeps he, smiling. He's, he's just a mess, dude. And in the t- <laughs> I mean, you can see like him and Todd Stewart, like literally falling over each other, holding each other, holding up. each other up, right. Balancing. Balancing each other. And every once in a while, Jody be like, dude, tell Timmy to come party with me. <laughs> like, so I think we need to do a VIP package with Timmy. Yes. Where yeah. you get to party with Timmy. Like that's, <laughs> you get to party with the road manager, Timmy. He's he, the, dude, the guy. And then I don't know how he does it, man. The next day, there he is with the I car. I don't know. When he got back from this trip, he got in the car with me and he goes, it was too much Vegas, Renee. He goes, that's that's too long. That's too much to be. Well, we get, there, we, we get there Wednesday night and my flight's delayed. And, and God, I had a freaking horrible day. And I've had some rough days with little bullshit that I don't even want to get into. Um, and then we're late. So then we, I mean, as soon as we get there... We go straight to VIP and Tim's like, oh man, I'm, I'm not drinking tonight, dude. Yeah. I go, I need a drink. I'm having a drink. So I have a drink. I turn around, him and Todd Stewart are doing shots at the <laughs> VIP bar. And I'm like, well, there went, <laughs> there went that, right? <laughs> um, and it was, it was a bummer. I, I got to hear, you know, maybe one of Randy's songs. Um, oh, because Randy played that night. Randy played that night. And, and it was a bummer because... You know, had I been on time, I would have got to see the show, the whole show. So, and I, I didn't get to see um, Randy much. Randy, kind of, and then at one point, so I guess Randy had his tour bus out there 
right? And then Timmy was like, yeah, man. We ended up partying on the tour bus and Randy was passed out on the on the seat. <laughs> like, wait a minute. You ended up in a fucking tour bus last night? Like, road manager Timmy. So, and, and then of course, we, you know, Friday we woke up, got in a car, drove to... Um, um, Visalia. For some reason in my head, I thought Vegas to Visalia was, I called you and I was like, you're not awake yet. You're not on the road yet. You have a show tonight in California, but I didn't realize it was so close. It's not. I mean, it's four and a half hours. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it was, it was, um, very nostalgic for me. Yeah. What you, about Visalia was nostalgic? The drive. Oh. How many times did me and you, when we lived in LA, had the car packed Sunday night, Driving back and forth. We never flew into Vegas. No, we always drove to Vegas. We always drove in. So driving yeah. through that desert just made me think of me and you driving to Visalia, which is, um, you know, mid. I was going to um, say, is it considered Central California? Yeah, it's like Central California. Yeah. How many times did I make that drive, you know, over there and back because in it was a one-nighter day. or yeah. whatever? And then to go to um, Salinas, which is essentially Monterey. I mean, there was a there was a club there called Planet Gemini, and again, you know, Anthony, the owner, loved me. And it was a nightclub. It was a nightclub. It was a shitty gig. You know, it wasn't a great gig. Yeah. But it was a great gig because it filled the week, and I made a little bit of money. And, yeah. And Anthony was also one of those guys that I could call and say, "Hey, man, Anthony, I really." I don't have any weeks in this month. Can you give me a, a week? So back in the day, driving to Monterey to do Planet Gemini, yeah. you know, and, and now to go back, sell out the theater, which by the way, Visalia, so appreciative. Yeah. Such a great show. Salinas, appreciative. And, and, it, and, and people go, well, why did you come here? People ask you that? Yeah, like, thank you for coming here. Like, yeah. nobody comes here, you know. And, and for me, I, I relate way more. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I relate way more with Central California than I do, right? Because these are, these are my people, man. They're, yeah. they're, they're hardworking, everyday people that, just like the people I grew up with, you know. Yeah. So I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. And then what the crazy part is, um, we, we drive into Salinas, uh, Monterey uh-huh. and, um, Doug says, Hey, we're going to do lunch at this place. They say it's a really great place. Yeah. I'm like, great. I'll meet you there. I walk in the place and I'm like, I ate dinner here with my wife. Like, I'm like, we came to this place and we sat right over there Where and was it, 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 it was, it, you probably don't even remember. It was on the wharf. They have that really cool rickety wharf, like little in Monterey? Yeah, like little dock area. Okay. And it has all these like little shops, but they look all rickety. Uh-huh. You know, really cool deal. Anyway, it, so the, the trip for me was was very, um, oh, wow. Like, I remember coming here trying to figure it out. Yeah. I remember coming here hustling. I remember coming here making these drives. It when, feels like so long ago. Th- that's why, that's why it, it was. It feels like so long ago. That's why it was... Like, even that we've been in that part of California together. That's my point. Yeah. But all those times that we spent together, all those times that I made those drives to make sure that we had a roof over our head. That was like, that was life before Garrett. We always talk about, like, how it's hard to remember what life was like before kids. That was was, life before Garrett. It was really special, and it was really um, nostalgic for me, 
to have that feeling of like, oh, wow, you know, like, man, gosh, I, I came to Planet Gemini probably three, four times a year. Yeah. You know, and stayed in Monterey with no money. And I would drive 16 mile drive back through the night and I would drive back at night, which yeah. was five, six hours. And then I, I would drive, um, 16 mile drive, which is Pebble beach. And I'd pop in the shop and, you know, try to buy a hat or something, yeah. you know? Um, so it, it just, it was really cool. And, and it was really, you know, I had moments of like, wow, man, like this is, this is cool to come back yeah. after all those years of back and forth and, making no money and trying to figure it out. And, and, and again, if anybody learns anything from this podcast, you know, it, it's, you know, like that, that Macklemore song mm-hmm. that we play in our video. The good old days. The good old days is, is we were happy. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of money. We were stressed out about how we were going to pay our bills, but we were happy. Yeah. And we did stuff, cool stuff. Yeah, we saw and a lot we, of cool places. We saw a lot of cool places and had a lot of fun doing it. And and I think that, I don't think that I enjoyed the journey as much as I should have. Yeah, really? A thousand percent. I don't know. I always feel like you live life to the fullest. I try. Yeah. I try. I try to overcome all negativity and I just keep pushing forward. Yeah. Yep. All the time. Spam call. Um, but it was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. It, it was a little longer than I would have liked and a little, a little rougher on, on, um, my body. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, well, on the kids too, cause you and I went to Vegas week one and we were both gone and then we got back and it felt like you were here for a short amount of time. And then you were back out again. And I think it was, it was tough on the kiddos. Delilah's starting to like, there was one night and it's hard cause she'll say things and it's like really cute. And I want to share it with you, but we've had these discussions about how like, when you're on the road, it's hard. You don't want to hear if the kids are sick because there's nothing you can do about it. Or one morning, Delilah came in to the bed and she goes, no daddy. Where's daddy? There's no daddy here. And I was like, yeah, he's at work. And, you, and you, were like, you were like, and I'm so happy about it. <laughs> oh my God. I get to do what I want when I want. I get to run uh, the house. Thank God he's gone. No. Um, but no, I, it, and it's hard because yes, yeah, she is. You know, and it's so great when she squeezes me. When I see her and I come off the road and Garrett always runs to me and jumps in my lap. And then, yeah. you know, Delilah wants to do it too. And it's so funny. She pretends like she jumped. <laughs> she got zero, <laughs> zero off the ground. But she's yeah. like, ah, and then she squeezes me and she's like, daddy, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard. But, you know, and, and again, we're, we're doing this tour the hard way right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, to fly into Vegas... To then wake up Friday, drive six hours, go do a show in Visalia, wake up, drive three hours to go do Salinas, to then at night go go to San Jose to fly home. Yeah. Because I couldn't fly from Salinas or Monterey. I had to fly from San Jose. So literally four hotel rooms in three days. Yeah. A Vegas hotel room, a Visalia hotel room, a Salinas hotel room. And a San Jose hotel room, four different hotel rooms in three days. Yeah. You know, oh, and, and, you know, we had done, um, for the Corpus Christi Ronald McDonald house, we had done a charity benefit to raise money. And then all of a sudden I decided to fly out, um, auction off tickets, room, flight, right? A Vegas trip. A Vegas trip. And oh my God. 
7,500 bucks for each package. So we ended up raising $15,000 from these McDonald's owners for the Ronald McDonald house Uh to come out. The guy, Ed was at the airport. I get to the airport. Ed's at the airport. Oh, on, no way, at the Austin airport? On my flight. Uh-huh. So this guy, oh my God, happy-go-lucky, met us in the VIP bar, gambled with us all night Wednesday, uh-huh. disappeared on us Thursday, and then all of a sudden reappeared Friday. Oh, no way. I mean, Thursday. Uh-huh. Where's our table? And I mean, we, he, great guy. I, I learned a lot. I, I didn't realize how generous. I mean, not only did he pay... 7,500 bucks to come see me and hang out. Mm-hmm. Gosh, the guy probably spent 30, 40 grand that night alone. At the event on other auction items? At the, at the event yeah. on other auction items. And, and what the Ronald McDonald House does is unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and, and now that I have kids, it's like, gosh, I couldn't even imagine our kids getting ill and us not having a place to stay or figure it out. And, and Ronald McDonald House, man, they open up their doors, they feed them. They give them a hotel room the entire duration of the their care kids. Of the treatment. Yeah. yeah. That's the hard part, man. I want to I want to help everybody. Yeah. You know, people come, you know, um, um, Jody's wife, you know, yeah, we're doing this. I'm like, oh, how can I help? Yeah. You know, for, for sex trafficking. How can I help? Well, we got this run. How can I help? Oh, my veterans, you know, and it's just, you want to help everybody and you, you just, you can't, you know? Yeah. You can't. Why you got quiet? When I when I turn around, uh-huh. you jump in. <laughs> well, no, you just said you want to help everybody, but you can't. But I, we, we we you do a lot. We do a lot. We try to do a lot, and that's why the we're hoping will people will come out to the live podcast, and they will bring toys for Jose's toy drive, and um, we will raise some more money for helicopters for heroes and Goldberg's charity, the Purple Heart Foundation, um, in the spirit of giving. Well, that's what I'm going to do too. I'm going to hit up some of my friends here in town, and and hopefully they'll give us some giveaways. Yeah. We we want to make it just like a really special, fun Christmas show where we're giving stuff away. Yeah, we're having a good time, and all of it's for a good cause. And and, and that's one of the things that that I admire um, about Bill. B- Bill runs his life very similar to mine. Yeah, he doesn't hide. He's very accessible. He's happy you to can't t- hide when you're Bill Goldberg. Well, <laughs> but he's happy to take pictures, and you know when we hang out, he's always very gracious and nice, and and he has the same giving heart that I have. Yeah. So I knew that if I called him, I like, I couldn't call him to go, hey, just come do our podcast, right? He'd probably be like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But if I call him and I say, hey, we can join forces, raise money for veterans, our cause, and help Jose Trevino with his toy drive, I yeah. knew that he'd be like, you know what? I I'll can do, do that. that. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. You know, so I'm super excited about putting that episode out. I'm super excited about, and I was also bummed because we didn't get to do our thing for Thanksgiving for the veterans. Yeah. No, I, I said that I felt the same way too. I felt the same way too. I, I wanted to, I want, and, and well, you know, Rick is leaving us. He's going to Detroit. I don't know, Rick, I don't know how you leave this weather to go to Detroit. Why would you not fly them here? They did the last two years, that's why. No, but your kids are probably so excited to like go and possibly see snow and have cold weather, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah. I don't know they are. Yeah, but don't they know that Detroit snow is like dirty, muddy snow? Like, do they not know it's not clean snow? No, it's 
December is clean snow. It's like January and February. It's not the clean snow. <laughs> it's the gross snow. Yeah. The well, gray. The, yeah, the gray. Well, we're doing, um, we're doing Detroit next month, I think in January. Is it January or February? You're there soon. February. Yep. We're doing, yeah. we're doing Cle- Cle- Cleveland and Detroit. And I'm, I've never You've done never Detroit. You've never done Detroit, right? Never done. Doing it's almost sold out. No, it's, it's like two shows sold out. Yeah, it's almost yeah. sold out. So I'm excited to go out there. I, it's going to be, I'm going to get the dirty snow, apparently. <laughs> apparently, according to Rick, I'm going there for the dirty oh. snow. What was the biggest culture shock moving to Texas or Florida from Detroit? Oh, <laughs> uh, Miami. When I moved to Miami, I mean, just you have every culture represented in such a confined area and everyone has such unique styles and it was like in in where i grew up in michigan it wasn't like that well but you went to go play ball first right you you went to you college sent you to florida uh well i blew my knee out and i had a bad breakup and uh you know had to get away from from detroit correct yeah and then you're like i'm going to miami Well, it's not warm. It's hot. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, miserable. And you don't speak Spanish. Uh, no. Is that Spanish? No. No. That's, well, that's what I was going to say. It's like all the places I've been with you, I don't ever feel like really dumb that I don't speak fluent Spanish, that I speak it like a five-year-old, except when we go to Miami, I feel so stupid that I don't speak Spanish. Because it's like what Rick said. There's so many other cultures there, and it's just like everybody speaks Spanish. So how does one, Rick end up with Gigi who hits on who oh I, I hit on her um it, it was I mean if I tell the full story it's cringeworthy and everyone's gonna hate me horrible everybody already I hates you dude they love they love they love road manager Timmy hate producer yeah, Rick I don't know what's going no. on me. the first thing I, I mean she looks Cuban obviously she's Cuban Italian but she just looks like the part in Miami and the first thing I said is hey do you speak Spanish and it's like, of course she does. We're in Miami. Yeah, exactly, Renee. That's, that's, yeah. And, and that worked? Well, no. I mean, but, but you know, you flip a coin to her and that, that worked. Well, she was, yeah, she was probably like, oh, this poor white boy. I, I need to help him. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. So then, so then, how, did you ask, where did y'all meet? And, uh, we, I was a college teacher and she, or actually I was, I think I was editing at the time she was a college teacher and we met at like a, we were both giving a seminar at a high school. Ah. We were, uh, and then you were like, yeah. so do you speak Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> and she was saying, hola. I was like, oh, you speak Spanish? Dude, I dated a girl and, and I'm legit. She told me, she goes, I was going to say, do I know this? She story? goes, no, there's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> She goes, she goes, do you think in Spanish and then say it in English? And I was like, what? She goes, I want to dive into that because I ask Gigi that a lot. I I think you take offense to it, but here's the thing. Like Gigi doesn't know when, when she's thinking in Spanish or English because she also speaks Italian. So she doesn't know what she's thinking. And I was like, well, what are you thinking in right now? She's like, "I, I don't know. I You're think, just thinking. You just think. I think primarily in in English. 
But now, but I'm like, even what he's saying about Gigi, does, is she thinking in Italian or is she thinking in Spanish or is she thinking in English? You just think you don't think Well, she's think married to Rick. Language. She apparently doesn't think at all. Oh, well, no, I remember being in Mexico visiting relatives and my sister Victoria was probably eight years old and this little five-year-old came in and she started speaking to her mom and then Victoria looks at me and she goes, oh my God. That little girl speaks Spanish perfect. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, she's Mexican, <laughs> dummy. That's what they speak. Yeah. She's probably looking at you going, wow, that little girl speaks English perfect. <laughs> and then one time, you know, we, we, used to be the, we used to be laundromat people, uh, Renee and I. We, we, never, we didn't have a washer and dryer, so we were... We oh, were, we lived in West Hollywood. Yeah, we were laundromat people. Yeah. So we'd go to the laundromat, hang out. Me and Renee it was our laundromat date. And there was a, a, a Mexican guy that, that worked there. I always talked to him, you know, and bullshit with him. And, and I told him, I said, man, I go, I go, you should learn English. And he goes, oh, man. You know, of course, he's telling me in Spanish. He goes, I wish I could. It's too hard. And, you know, I go, take classes. He's like, man, I can't take classes. I'm too busy. I said, I go, why don't you put English television with um, Spanish subtitles? And that way you're, you're reading the word and hearing it in English. Uh -huh. And he goes, in Spanish, he goes, I tried it. But all English sounds like to me is and I fucking lost it. Cause I'm like, that's how other languages sound to me. It's ba 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 dude. It was the funniest shit. Which which that was our West Hollywood, right? It was, yeah, when we lived off of Melrose. Uh, on the Alta Vista. Yeah, on Alta Vista and Melrose. And we'd always walk by the crazy house. Uh-huh. And that was when we had the dog, thank God. We had an acidic Jew school on the corner on the corner little boys with their ringlets and their little yarmulkes would all be out on the corner and then the other corner was our favorite restaurant which was lala's yeah. love lala's and then across from lala's was a crazy house oh i was gonna say where we met <laughs> oh we, yeah we met across the street <laughs> we our first our first date was on that same corner on that same corner at a, yeah <laughs> it was called el guapo's mexican restaurant and, and that was when I first said, hey, come hang out. And then she showed up and that was all she wrote. And yeah, here we are. I'm so happy. <laughs> That's funny. Our first day was across from the crazy house. Now I feel like I live in the crazy house. <laughs> it is a Casa yeah. de Locos here. Yeah. That's, uh, but we, we are so excited because, well, I'm excited. Um, Aztec Chevrolet was nice enough to go i've always i'm a chevy guy that's no secret um and i've always wanted a 57 chevy bel-air two-door why that car by the way like i know you've always said that but we've never had a discussion about like why that car it it, it, it represents americana it represents um to me what chevy is the right that that classic chevrolet yeah. You ask anybody what classic Chevrolet you want, it's the 57 Chevy. It's got the it's got the 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 fins mm -hmm. in the back. Um and Renee and I we we looked at some 55s and 56s and and the 57s have gotten crazy expensive, but um Aztec Chevrolet really worked hard to find us one for a reasonable price. And my dad is actually driving it up right now as we speak. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to get it. Um, I also, you know, I'm a car guy 
but I've never been in a position to be a car guy. Yeah. If you want to be a car guy, you got to have money. Yeah. And space, you yes. know. Um, so I'm so excited that, that I get this vehicle. It's, it's beautiful. I'm going to take a few pictures of it cause, uh, I'm super thrilled. So check my Instagram. I'm, I'm so excited about it. And, yeah. and my dad was excited about it. He's, you know. are they towing it or is he physically driving it here? He's physically driving it here. Really? So he will be here. Um, they said he picked it up about an hour ago. Uh huh. Um, so he's How probably, fast can you like drives like a 60? Yeah. You're not going crazy fast yeah you know um but he said he'd bring it to i go i go we'll go pick it up me and timmy he's like no no no, no. I'll, I'll pick it up i'll bring i'll bring it i'll bring it so I, you yeah. know he's to see also my dad excited about it because he loves chevrolet oh i'm he just loves, like i hope he makes it can you imagine if your dad doesn't make it how grumpy he'll be i hope i hope everything i hope everything goes smooth car and i hope, makes it. hope everything goes smooth but i'm i'm super excited about it and and then renee and i and and that's and I'm going to ask Rick this question. I'm going to ask Lori, our assistant, Lori, uh, this question. Rick, we, first of all, I cannot buy Renee gifts. Every gift I buy her, this is what I get. I give her the gift and she's all excited. And then she opens it and then she goes. That is not true. When have I ever bought you a gift that you're like, oh my God, that yes. That is not true. It's true. No, that's not true. Um, my ring, after I lost my wedding ring, you on the episode, you gave me a new ring. It was beautiful. I just realized I'm not wearing it right but now. But what did you say? But I so that's like a perfect it. example. No. So what did you say? I just forgot to put it on this morning. I'm glad you brought that example up. Yeah, I, on the podcast, yes, she was very excited. And then afterwards, she goes, where did you get it? And then I told her the place. She goes, oh. Did you, did that not happen? Water. <laughs> so perfect example. So, and, and I get it. Renee, Renee has a specific style. Renee has things that she likes. I don't know what the fuck she likes. I try to it's know. It's a fine line between classy and gaudy and I like to walk it. <laughs> so we, we have gotten to the point where for Christmas and all gifts now, I go, what would you like? What would you like me to get you? What do you want? And then if so, let's go pick it out together. Because I know I'm hard to shop no, but, but for. That's I admit what, it. I'm really hard to shop for. But I'm and I'm also really particular about like I don't want to overpay for something. So I'm also like, let's go shopping after New Year's when everything is on sale or whatever. But all I'm saying is that that we have gotten into a system where you're okay with that. You're okay. Oh, where I don't expect to open a gift. Yeah, so yeah, I'll give I'm her cash good. and basically go, here, go buy whatever the fuck you want. And she's happy about <laughs> it. Um, but I think in the beginning of a relationship, it's hard because you do want to surprise that person. But we've been together so long that yeah. we're comfortable. And and when you have kids and you have a family and, you're have a, the kids. and you have a crazy busy life, yeah. you go, look, I'm not going to have time to buy anything. What What do you want? Right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that system. Has, I think that's a lot of couples, though, right? That's, that's the, not what I'm just about to ask because I'm so picky. That's what I'm saying. So, Rick, do you surprise Gigi, or do you guys have the same conversation of, "Hey, what the fuck do you want? I'll go get it." Every year, I surprise her, and I'm batting. I think we've been together. Well, by the way, she's now after the last conversation. She's now up here making sure I get every fact right about our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
But so I, I surprised her. We've been together like 20 years, and I'm batting one for 20. So. <laughs> I, I hear Gigi real quietly in the back. She's giggling. That's not so, true. So, but one for 20 that she has liked one out of the 20 surprises. That's why they're surprised. Yes. So, so Gigi, would you prefer not a surprise and that Rick goes to you and says, look, I want to buy you something really nice. I want to buy you something that you want. What is that something so that I can buy it? I was going to say, there is something really sweet. He's gotten good when it's like techie surprises. Those I like. When it's like other things, it's it's like in a particular theme. Yeah, no no appliances. Don't ever surprise (laughs) with an appliance. And and me, I don't don't honestly care if I get a gift or not. Honestly, like for me, I don't, it doesn't doesn't bother me if I get a gift or not. Yeah. I always say, and I've said it before on this podcast, my gift is a happy, healthy family. That's my gift. Uh, how do you and Gabe do it? No, you well, always uh, end up buying your own thing. You like before. Yeah, no, no but, I, but that's not just this year. It's not just the car this year. It's like every year. You'll always like three weeks, four weeks before Christmas. Like once Thanksgiving hits, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to buy myself this for Christmas. You tell me. You like announce no, it. Yes, you do. I just buy it. I don't say it's for Christmas. Both, no. Th- this year, because I got the car, I'm like, uh, we're good. Because got, you got the car and you wrecked the Kawasaki? And I wrecked the Kawasaki. It was perfectly muddy. It's perfectly muddy. When it's perfectly muddy, you, you got to go. Um, Lori, how do you and Gabe usually handle it? So we would never buy a big gift for each other because we're both really picky. Particular. Okay. We don't want to say picky. Particular. Yeah. yeah. Something that we know the other person would like. Yeah. And so there is a, an element of both. But but don't you think, and I, and I think that, that you and Gabe, I've always admired about you guys. By the way, for those of you that don't know, Lori's husband is my cousin. So me and Lori's husband grew up together. So Lori's been in our life for as long as she's been in Gabe's life. So, 24 years. But I've always admired, I think that you guys are always really good at experiences. You yes, got, they right? go and they do stuff together. You're always doing cool stuff. You're always, let's go check this out. Let's go check that out. Let's, you know, you, you guys are the type that sit in a brewery and try the beers and the experience, you know. So yeah. that's kind of Christmas, right? That's kind of a, a, a gift. We don't have kids, so they don't tire us. Yeah, <laughs> the kids don't wear you out. Yeah, and you can make your own plans and yes. do your own thing. Um, but no, but... I, I, what I'm trying to say is that that we have gotten to a good place in our relationship where we're not bummed out about it. We're not bummed out about it. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's not, oh my God, you didn't surprise me or you didn't buy me something or, you know, yeah. we're in a, a good place of, hey. Give me my money and I'll go shopping. Yes. <laughs> Which by the way, and then dude, Renee fucking rides that line. I'm not kidding you. And answer this question. She, I gave her a what? bunch of cash last year. For Christmas. So then she'd come home with like a crazy purse or something. I'm like, oh, is that my Christmas gift to you? No, I bought this for me. I haven't used the Christmas money yet. I'm like, well, when the fuck are you going to use the Christmas money? Do you still have some of that money? No, I used it all. I'm pretty sure I used it all. 
Sometimes I hide it and stash it. I'm like a crazy old lady and it's like stashed in places. Um, no, I'm sure I've used all of last year's money. I'm not kidding you. All year I'm like, oh, is that my Christmas gift to you? No, this is, I bought this for me. I haven't used your money yet. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? The Christmas money I haven't used yet. And it just stayed in the freaking stashed away. I'm pretty sure I have like, I couldn't find them this last trip, but I know there are hidden casino chips somewhere so, in the house that we never cashed in. I need to find them again. So Dave J, I'm so funny you brought that up. Opening act Dave J, what he, what he, when he goes on the road with us, we always go to casinos, right? Uh-huh. So he started saving a dollar chip from that casino for all his kids. He has four kids. Uh-huh. So he would come home and he, they're, they're waiting for their... Their chip. Their chip, right? From the casino that he got to go to. And I told him, I go, dude, someday these kids are going to be like, we don't have a college fund. But if we travel the country and turn all these fucking chips in, we've got some money. And then I think one of his one of his kids went up to him and goes, uh, hey, we have show and tell today. I'm going to take these chips. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like, don't take the poker chip. <laughs> hey, my so my dad's I have a poker chip collection. So so casino chip. So yeah. my dad's a compulsive gambler. And <laughs> he travels the country not loving us. And uh, but at the same time, like every time we go to a casino and there's like some really old man by himself, our 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 joke is always like, Hey, how come grandpa doesn't come to Christmas? <laughs> well, grandpa's a, you know, grandpa likes the party. Yeah. Grandpa does things. Um, I see Rick's doing all kinds of stuff with the. I know uh, he was making me nervous because the screen disappeared for a little bit. I was going to say, Rick, are we still online? Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I was trying to switch cameras and disconnected. So, just to be honest with everybody, we started this podcast and then Captain Evil goes, We need to talk. And then <laughs> she made us go talk and then come back. So, yeah. just so you guys know what's going on. <laughs> I've, I've never once been like, we need to talk. And then I, and then Renee goes, oh, shit, I better go no, talk. Like, it's like, it's hard to like, if you and I are not vibing, it's hard to get up here and fake it for me anyway. No, you would have just gotten up here and faked it. No, I, we would have probably talked about what we were fighting about. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, in, in relationships, there are ups and downs and, and it is what it is. Merry Christmas. You know, yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> look, I learned a long time ago. I'm not kidding you, Rick. Like literally the first month that we were together, she goes, just so you know, you know what you got and that's it. Like literally was like, this is what you get. And fucking okay. deal with it. I was also 19 years old, Steve Trevino. That 19 year old. Ignorance is since, bliss. Since I was 19 years old. We've like grown uh, It's up been together. like, it, well, you don't ever want to tell your age. I know. I don't ever tell So it's been age. four years. It's been four years. <laughs> I don't even know your guys' age. I don't, I, I mean, you can. Put things together. I kind of based it. Steve, you maybe 35, 36, and Renee just turned 21? Yes, yes. you nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, the funny part is Renee's mom hit her up, and she's like, oh, my God. If you Google Steve Trevino's wife, Renee's in her 40s. And Renee was like, motherfucker. Yes. No, there is some Indian website that made me some, like, bot website that made me the same age as you. One of them made me even older than you. And then the way it works on the Internet is, like, other sites just pick it up and regurgitate it. And it's not true. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Age matter. doesn't matter. 
I, I will tell you this last thing, and then we got to go because we're already coming at our hour mark. But um, all the things that you've taught me over the years, and you have, you've always taught me different things. And, yes. And we were in Vegas, and we were at that time at the Venetian. They had Rock of Ages, this bar. And they had this dude with like hairband, looking like a hairband dude. I have no idea then, where you're going with this story. And then he was like, all right, girls, we're going to do shots. And then Renee like ran up there and I'm like, well, there goes my girl. Right. And then he goes, but you can't, uh, or he goes, all right, you girls take a shot. I'm giving you guys a shot. And then fucking gangster Renee throws her hands behind her back and takes the shot without hands and then throws her head up to take the shot. And I'm like, oh, that's my chick. <laughs> But after that, you, Renee came up to me and she goes, I'm never saying we're too old. Yeah. No. She's like, we're never going to be too old for something. And ever since then, I'm like, you know what? You're right. We're never fucking too old. We're going to do this life yeah. and this shit. So with that being said, I think that wraps up another shit show of a podcast. <laughs> um, and, and to all the people that, and I hate that I forgot her name, but I think her name was Alicia or, but she was like, Make my, my name's. Alice or something. She was like, you tell Captain Eva I said hello. And give it oh. She's like, we love the podcast. We know everything. Was this from we the Vegas show? Uh, Visalia. Visalia. Oh. Um, So forgive me for, for forgetting your name. I, I met... Um, I met 4,000 people <laughs> literally over the weekend. So I, I apologize for not remembering. But I want you to know that it does matter. And I do appreciate... When you say that you you love the podcast and that you love our family, it, it's it, really it, cool. It's really it, cool. It, it really means the world, you know. So we love you guys. Please support Aztec Chevrolet, Old Salt Coffee. You're getting coffee anyway. Get it from Old Salt Coffee, veterans. It's delicious, and of course, our friends at Pick Cherries. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Renee and I are gonna go fight.